Section 34 of Loss of the Sultana by Chester D. Berry. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Section 34. L. A. Dearman. I was born August 11, 1837. I enlisted in the service of the United States on the 1st of February, 1864, at Nashville, Tennessee, in Company K of the 3rd Regiment of Tennessee Cavalry. I remained at Nashville until the 18th of June, 1864, then started for Athens, Alabama, and arrived at that point on the 20th of June, 1864, as well as I can remember at the present time. We went into camp and remained there until the 25th of September, 1864, when I was captured at the Battle of Sulphur Branch Trestle, which is six miles above Athens. Cahaba was the next point. It was an awful one, too, when I arrived there, but I must come back to the night before I arrived at Cahaba. One of my friends and I made our escape by jumping from a flat car about 10 o'clock p.m., at a place about ten miles above Selma, Alabama, in the swamps. The darkest and lonesomest place that I ever saw. We stopped close by the place where we leaped from the car until morning, then we started out, wading the water that was in the swamp. The water kept growing deeper and deeper until it compelled us to change our course, and we soon arrived at a large farm. It being cloudy and foggy, we soon lost our course and traveled around at random about one hour. The sun shone out and we found that we had been lost. We stopped to rest until night, but in a short time our rest was disturbed by the barking of dogs and hollering of men. They soon came upon us. There were five dogs and two men. We surrendered, of course, as we had nothing by which we could defend ourselves. We were then carried to Selma, Alabama, and from there to Cahaba Prison, arriving there about the 1st of October, 1864. I remained there until the 6th of March, 1865, but my friend made his escape from the prison before this, and succeeded in reaching Nashville, Tennessee. I was taken on board a boat bound for Vicksburg, Mississippi, on the 6th of March, 1865, arriving there about the 18th or 19th of March, 1865. To the best of my recollection, I remained there until about the 24th or 25th of April. From Vicksburg I went aboard the great steamer Sultana. Late in the evening she pulled out and landed at Memphis, Tennessee to unload sugar, leaving there the evening of the 26th, or morning of the 27th, of April. As I had been up all of the previous night, and had not had any rest or sleep, two or three of the boys and myself went halfway back on the deck and made us a good bed out of our blankets, and went to bed like white people, as we had not done for some time prior. I never knew when the boat left Memphis, nor did I know anything until about three o'clock next morning, when the noise of the explosion awoke me from my dreams. The first thing I knew, I was standing on my feet, looking, listening, and thinking what in the world is the matter now. I soon found out what was the matter. 
I turned and looked and saw one of the smokestacks lying in front of me. I saw at once that it was torn to fragments, and such screaming and yelling was never heard. By this time nearly everybody was in the water swimming for life. I saw that I would soon have something to do. One of my messmates that went to bed with me that night came up to me with a board which was one and one-half inches by ten inches and eight feet long and said, "'Lewis, I can't swim a lick. Do you think this will be of any good?' I replied, "'Yes,' and picked up a short board about three feet long and said to him, "'Come on, I will help you all I can.' I jumped into the water, holding on to my board, and told Frank to put his board in and I will hold on to it until you get on. You stay on one end of the board and kick with your feet, and don't let anyone get on with you if you can help it. He did so. I gave him a start and got him out from among the crowd. He made it all right and was the first man I saw the next morning with whom I was acquainted. I went on and on swimming for my life on my short board, it seemed to me that I was in the water about an hour and a half. While I was in the water, I struck an old log. One end of it was hanging to something, and the other end was floating about in the water. I caught hold of the end of it and pulled myself upon the log, and here remained until eight o'clock in the morning. I could hear the boys all up and down the river banks on logs, bushes, and drift, smacking and rubbing themselves to keep warm, and crowing like chickens while many a poor boy was sinking or floating in the deep waters of the Mississippi. Oh, this was so unexpected to that crew that night. We were carried back to Memphis and remained there ten days, and then we took a boat and started for Cairo, Illinois, and from thence to Camp Chase, Ohio. We remained at this place a few days, and from here went to Nashville, Tennessee, where we remained until the 10th of June, 1865, when I was discharged. I was a farmer when I enlisted in the service, and am still trying to farm. I live in St. Clair, Alabama, near Steele's Depot on the A.G.S. Railroad. End of Section 34